You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Walker puts up the last shot. It counts to make the margin three. 91-88, Illinois the Big Ten Tournament Champion. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. One of the few teams in those power conferences at the top of the board to pull it out in the conference tournaments there. Uh, Illinois winning it on Sunday. It was a final game before they went right over to Selection Sunday. I'm like, guys, it, it, it was all too familiar. So people that aren't sports bettors, Horvat, they noticed it and they're like, stop following stop following i'm like dude this is betting college basketball every day of our lives like you're just screaming sometimes it works for you too though like they you have the favorite and you have more fouls than you should have at the very end and they hit the free throws in the very end and the other team misses some threes and it works out for you it's it usually goes even steven but everybody was screaming stop following because we just wanted to get to the selection show on time yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you, my favorite part of the weekend, man, was just the futures that I had open. The Georgia Tech, the Alabama, the one that I had to search and travel for in Illinois. It was just beautiful because, like, towards the end, in college basketball, I love the sweat. But you brought it up with, like, the free throw shooting and the games being extended a half hour, going to the monitor every single trip down the floor. It was nice, like, to have a couple futures in Alabama, Illinois, and then, obviously, the Georgia Tech one, which was my favorite um going this weekend because then I didn't really have to sweat out like the end of these games you know and and have the bad beats and get killed by a meaningless three-pointer the futures were the way to go this weekend and it was it was a beautiful thing man now I'm excited for the NCAA tournament but as I fill out my bracket so I've done two brackets and I haven't I haven't even done one but we'll we'll get we'll get back to that coming up I haven't even done one yet because there's so many different uh survivor pools last Man, standing all that stuff that uh, I've been signing up for. It's uh, Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Now on the show, we welcome in Stephen Bardo at Stephen Bardo on Twitter. He's a Big Ten Network analyst. He hosts a podcast you need to subscribe to, Bardo's Breakdown. And uh, for a long time, ever since the, the the flying Illini years, he's been holding up Nick Anderson, Kenny Battle, Marcus Liberty, making those guys look good. What's going on, Stephen? I'm doing well, guys. How are you doing? Oh man, we are just so excited. So we we knew we were doing the countdown to Selection Sunday, and and it was just so much better to see the Illini pull out the victory, going right into the the show. But man, it just reminds you about everything that we missed a year ago. As excited as everyone is uh, for these games to get going on Friday. Yeah, it was really uh, cool, and I I had the pleasure of. Uh, covering the Big Ten Conference Tournament, and they let six to 8,000 fans into Lucas Oil Stadium over in Indianapolis. And, guys, I, I tell you what, I, I have to admit, I used to take the fans for granted. 
I used to take all that stuff for granted, but the, the sound of fans booing and cheering was music to our ears. I mean, it was a, it was a, a great feeling, and I'm, I'm glad that we can come back safely and have this tournament and have uh, some of the fans be involved because there's nothing like it. You know, it's a, it's a great game, but the fans make it what it is. Yep, I agree with you 100%. So with every sport, you can say that. I, I definitely took the fans uh, for granted when I would hear players uh, thank the fans after games. I'd kind of roll my eyes. But, yeah, you totally get it after the last year. Uh, this Illini team, w- was there a moment? So, like, we're both in the Chicagoland area. We heard about the hype preseason. We knew all about it, you more than most. But w- was there a moment that really jumped out to you and you're like, uh-uh, this ain't hype? this is real, what they have going in Champaign? Well, there was two different situations. When uh, Illinois went into Michigan and beat beat the Wolverines like the Wolverines stole something, that was a shockwave <laughs> through not only the Big Ten, but through college basketball because Michigan was, was beating teams soundly. I mean, making them almost embarrassing people. And then the way that Illinois went in and beat them was, uh, you know, kind of like, okay, these guys, these guys are for real. Uh, and just the way that they closed out the regular season, uh, Iowa didn't play in a few games and they went in and uh, I think they got a big time win at Ohio state when Iowa was out. So, uh, you know, down the stretch in the big 10 conference slate, the Illini really emerged and I thought, wow, okay, these guys are, are, are for real. Steven, would you say that Illinois is the team in the big 10 that's best built to make a deep run in this tournament, or are you still high on Michigan? You know, they're dealing with some injuries, Iowa, kind of the same thing. They've been really good all season long. Which team in the big 10 do you think could make the deepest run in the tourney? I mean, I, I really like Illinois chances because, you know, when I look at the landmines that the other number one seeds have to deal with, when you think about Baylor, the number one uh, seed in the South, that's a gauntlet, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Villanova, Purdue, Texas Tech, Arkansas, Florida, Virginia Tech, and Ohio State. I mean, that's a that's a gauntlet. Um, I even look at Michigan. Michigan's got some serious teams in there. LSU, uh, Georgetown is hot and big. They're they're a large team. They're playing as well as anybody in the country. Florida State is going to be Florida State. Uh, Texas, I. I mean, I like Texas coming out of the East. So I, I think that Illinois, in terms of the number one seed and in terms of the Big Ten teams, I mean, they've, they've got, you know, some teams in West Virginia, uh, Houston, that are, are, are very scary. You're not going to have a, 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 you know, a cakewalk to the Final Four. But I think Illinois' chances and the way that the matchups look, they may have uh, a more favorable path to the Final Four than any other Big Ten team and or any other number one seed. And Stephen, by design, we don't have a lot of information on the Isaiah Livers injury for Michigan. They are a one in the East. Uh, second leading scorer on the team throughout the year. He hit the most threes for the Wolverines. If they don't have him, what, what sort of an impact are we talking about? Yeah, if, if they don't have him, uh, guys, when you get to a sweet 16 elite eight level. If you're not, if you're down one of your pros, cause I think Isaiah liver is going to be able to play the next level. When you're down one of your pros at that level, it will show up. And um, I'm hopeful that he can come back. Uh, maybe the, the, his team can hold him down for the first and second round, maybe give him rest 
to where he can get back into the Sweet 16 round, that would be helpful. But if he's not there, uh, I have them matching up possibly uh, with a uh, Florida State matchup in the Sweet 16. If Isaiah Livers is not there, I'm not how confident I am of Michigan advancing. Stephen, what are your thoughts on Ohio State heading into the big dance? Because obviously they play Illinois really well. Uh, that was a really entertaining game in the Big Ten Championship. But my problem with them is, especially in the five, the last five minutes of these games, they really struggle to close out games, to close teams out. What are your thoughts on Ohio State heading into the big dance? They take on uh, Oral Roberts in the first round. Well, I want to tell all the listeners that you, when you look at these Big Ten teams, it's like, let's say I'm playing against my brother. He knows me. He knows what I like to eat. He knows what time I go to sleep. He knows what kind of girls I like. And so he can game plan against me better than anyone else. And so when these Big Ten teams get out of conference, when Ohio State gets outside the Big Ten, watch what happens. Because I got them going to the Final Four. I think that they are battle-tested. They took Illinois into overtime. Illinois is one of the hottest teams in the country. They took Illinois into overtime after playing multiple games without Kyle Young, one of their best players. So Ohio State, uh, they're a very unique team. They're one of the most physical teams in college basketball. I think that they're going to do quite well uh, once the tournament starts. And I do think Kyle Young will return. They'll be full strength. They're going to be tough to beat. I'm glad that you brought up the Big Ten Conference because, in my opinion, best conference in all of college basketball this year. So I feel like all these teams are battle-tested. So I look at a first-round matchup for a team like Wisconsin. It's been a disappointing year, but a bunch of seniors, a veteran ball club, they take on North Carolina in the first round. But, you know, here in Wisconsin and in the Big Ten, they've been a big disappointment. They haven't beat a ranked opponent since I don't even remember the last ranked opponent that they beat, maybe Rutgers. Um, so, you know, what do you think about that matchup when they're taking on a team from the ACC? Because like you said, the Big Ten teams, I mean, there's so much parity in that league, but everybody knows each other. Do you see a team like Wisconsin maybe making a run in this tournament? I think that, I think that they could definitely play much better than what we've seen because when you look at uh, the Badgers, they're an old team. They're older than the starting five of the Chicago Bulls until the Bulls recently made the – switch and, and I think they moved out Kobe White and uh, Wendell Carter Jr. out of the starting lineup. But when those two were in the starting lineup, the starting lineup of Wisconsin was older than the Chicago Bulls. So I think what happens down the stretch in uh, conference play, you get worn down, you throw in the isolation with the COVID protocol, you throw in the fact that these guys start are starting to look elsewhere like, okay, what's my future going to look like? And sometimes seniors get bored. But now that they, they can get refreshed, they can play somebody different, they can beat up on someone different. And I think the matchup between North Carolina really favors Wisconsin because North Carolina wants to get you up and down. They want to bang the boards. They want to, you know, really come downhill on you. Wisconsin's really good at changing up defenses, slowing down tempo. I think that's a, a really good matchup for the Badgers. I would not be surprised to see them beat North Carolina. Now, I don't think Wisconsin has the firepower to beat Baylor in that next game, but I would not be surprised if uh, uh, Wisconsin ended up beating uh, North Carolina in that first-round matchup. With the Big Ten Network, Stephen Bardo, this is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, and Ryan Horvat with you. Uh, Stephen, when we try to figure out what's going to happen in the tournament, uh, we okay, there, there might be a dark horse here. There might be a dark horse there, but we always say it's, a, it's about matchups. So I got to see what the matchup is. What kind of path do they have? Are there any, any teams that, that many uh, expect – to advance and you're saying, well, hold up. 
Now, that's going to be a tough matchup in the first or maybe the second round. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline Teams that people expect to advance that would have a tough matchup. Um, yeah, like like a four thirteen or a five twelve. Any of those jump out? Yeah, watch out for Creighton. Creighton and UC Santa Barbara. UC Santa Barbara had an excellent year. Uh, Creighton kind of limped to the finish line, got blasted by Georgia or Georgetown in the Big East Finals. Watch Creighton. That could be. Uh, that's one of the games I've got matched up. And then I think uh, the the matchup between Virginia and Ohio, Jacob Preston is an outstanding guard for Ohio. He gave Illinois 33 earlier in the year. They battled Illinois down to the wire. Uh, Don't be surprised to see Ohio beat Virginia in that first round matchup. Another one, let me go down my list here, because I had a few that were, I don't think they were shocking. Oh, Liberty over Oklahoma State. That's the one that people think I'm crazy. Mm. Like, man, this dude is nuts. (laughs) Hear me out. Liberty has won six straight titles. They won three straight regular season titles, three straight conference tournament championships. Their top 50 offensive efficiency, I believe. uh, A very good uh, defensive rebounding team. And they've got a point guard in Darius McGee's, a 5'9 wizard with the rock. So, that's going to be a really interesting matchup. I like Liberty uh, beating an Oklahoma State team that a lot of people think uh, could have a deep run and challenge Illinois in that particular region. So those those games, to me, kind of jumped out. Wow, I like it. Uh, Stephen, really quick, we had some breaking news during the break. Uh, not really shocking Indiana going to part ways with Archie Miller. Is that Indiana job, is that still as desirable as it once was? Like growing up, you know, Indiana basketball was a huge deal. 
but they've struggled recently. Is that still a job that, you know, a lot of people are going to want? Who do you think, do you think they're maybe going to go look to the pros, maybe for a Brad Stevens, or who do you think would best suit uh, that job in Indiana? You know, I, I, if, if I am, uh, what is Scott's last name? The AD at Indiana. I can't remember his last name, but if I was Scott, the athletic director at Indiana, yeah, he's the right, he's the right AD for that job because he's been in Indiana for a long time. And so Indiana's fan base is rabid. Obviously they are a blue blood, obviously. However, the game of college basketball has shifted and the recruiting has shifted. And so for me, if you're going to get a coach at Indiana, you better get a big splash, right? I think Archie Miller is a really good coach. I don't know that he was a good fit at Indiana. You got to have a major league name, like a John D line or a Thad Mata, or you got to go, go get a Mark few, or you, I mean, you got to really back up the Brinks truck because that Indiana job is so unique. There's so much pressure on it. And look guys, trying to recruit guys to Indiana is not the same as it was 20, 30 years ago. It's not the same because these guys that you're trying to recruit, they weren't around when Indiana was relevant. They, Indiana doesn't mean as much to the guys that you're trying to recruit as it does to the fan base who, who is older. So you got to really make, you got to be very strategic. I mean, to me, Indiana is one of the hardest jobs to fill at the college level because you have got to get that right because the fan base is so uh, passionate that um, they'll make your life miserable as Archie Miller can attest. Yep. Scott Dolson, the Indiana AD you were thinking of there. Uh, Steven, we have about 30 seconds. Uh, tell the people what they get when they subscribe to the Bardo's Breakdown podcast. Well, if you join the uh, group, I give you my uh, picks to help you make some money. <laughs> so I like doing go. that. But And then every day I'm going to be doing previews of all the Big Ten matchups and whatnot. So go to Bardo's Breakdown on Facebook and uh, you know join the party, man. We, we're having fun over there. Oh, excellent. Hopefully uh, we can do this again as the tournament continues. At Stephen Bardo on Twitter. Make sure you're following him there. Uh, we will continue to break down the tournament. Uh, we'll see if we can get Eli to pop on for a few minutes here. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network.